Hello and welcome to Blurry Photos. I am David Flora. And I am David Stacko. Hope you're doing well and welcome to the podcast. Uh, <laughs> I don't know where that came from. That's, that's what it's going to be all night. <laughs> Great. So for this episode, <laughs> we're going to talk about witches and witchcraft. That's right. There is nothing more specifically Halloween-y <laughs> than uh, witches, their craft, the accoutrements surrounding witch. I, I would say that the witch is the backbone of the Halloween season. I, I, I'll, it does the heavy lifting. I'll fall in line with that. I'm, yeah. I'm fine with that. And we're doing this again for Blanktober. Yep. And if you have a suggestion for what to fill in that blank, maybe something that, that's that's punny. Yeah. Or something that just makes sense. Yeah, that would be awesome. Please we send could, it we, to us. We'll crown a king or queen of Halloween, whoever comes up with something to fix it. We will <laughs> declare you to be royal, Halloween royalty. And not like the Jack Skellington no. king of, of Halloween. Was he king, or was he just hero of, of he Halloween He was just like an outstanding member of the community. He wasn't even the mayor. Right, right. The, so... Because that mayor had more than one face, right? Yep. May or may not. That was his name. That's great. That's yeah, great. They're, they're pretty good. That, that's pretty good. I, I haven't uh, seen that in a long time. I'll have to rewatch that. Tis the season. It is. It is, indeed. And we're drawing nigh <laughs> to Hallowmas. Oh, yes. Yeah. Sweet, sweet Hallowmas. How's your costume coming along? Good, good. I had a rivet setback, which is a common occurrence, but an undaunted, I've gone forward with uh, number six machine screws. Wow. Yeah. So If I knew what that meant, I might be more impressed. I, I know. That's how you know I'm not lying. The specificity sells it. <laughs> <laughs> so today, with the witchcraft and the yes. witches, we, we hope to enlighten you about... Uh, the history of witches and witchcraft. And, I mean, this is witches. We're, we're we're handling the Himalayan mountain range of the occult here. So, like, True. we're just going to try to we're going to give you the the basic, the broad strokes of it. We're going to get into right. some some items of of current, you know, witches of now versus witches of yore. True. the The subject of witches is huge. I mean, we could we could sit here and talk all night about witches and witchcraft and. All the the goody good goody goodies uh, uh, about it, and get into you know real specific things. But we think you look great, and you're better than that. Mm-hmm. So we respect you too much to do that to you. <laughs> we're not going to waste your time with boring you on on super details. We're just going to give you the juiciest cuts of the, meat. Yeah, the, <laughs> you stole it right out of my head. I was like, the tenderest cuts <laughs> of lore. <laughs> Well played, Flora. I'll, well I'll played. try. We'll, we'll try to hit on some uh, some of the specifics and, and some good things. But again, we're we're not going to keep you, which I think we're doing right now. So let's go on and jump into yeah, it. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, witchcraft, simply put, it's just the use of supposed supernatural and magical powers or spells. There is a stigma, I guess, uh, now about uh, witchcraft being something that that is inherently bad. And it was not always the case that witches were, were bad or witchcraft was bad. We'll get into when and how that changed throughout history. But in general, witches are uh, pretty prevalent in, in most cultures throughout the world and uh, the histories of those, those cultures, and not just today. It's, it's fascinating when you look at the history of, of witches that... It, it, you you almost want to laugh because there are there's so much to to learn that there are really specific definitions of yeah. what constitutes a witch versus a sorcerer. Yep. 
Those are two completely different groups of people. True. And here I have been putting them all in the same bucket. Well, I'll tell you, the the thing that I've been doing is putting... Uh, I've always heard, you know, a witch is a, is a female uh, practitioner of, of magic. A warlock is a male practitioner of magic. So, so that you don't have male witches, you know. But in, in researching this stuff, it seems like that's not the case... For, for much of history, it's mostly just the term witch can be applied to male or female. And where does wizard fit into that then? The difference between a wizard and a warlock and a sorcerer? Well, if you play D&D, then you have a head start I, on the difference. There. I do not, sir. <laughs> I have. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I'm very... I, and the, and the, these differences are... They matter, like, as yeah. far as the history, as far as people who study the anthropology of this. Oh, yeah. Definitely. And as I said, in most cultures, there is a witch or a witch-type figure present, though though not always called witch. Like you said, you know, you have wizards, sorcerers, there are uh, shamans, uh, blessers, <laughs> even uh, a popular thing, I think, in, in Europe, uh, people were called cunning man. The cunning man put a spell on you or healed or... I've never heard of a cunning man. Cunning man, yeah. And I've also never heard of a blesser. A blesser? Look out! Blesser's coming! <laughs> <laughs> Look out! Blesser's coming! <laughs> it it kind of sounds like the guy from uh, uh, Pet Cemetery. Yeah! Blesser's coming! <laughs> don't, uh, don't cross the road now. now. You're gonna get blessed. You're gonna get blessed! <laughs> yeah, I've don't never... go down to Pet Cemetery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard of a blesser. Blesser. Has... I hope that they have lisps. It, it almost, it, it's almost a character from Harry Potter, I think. Or, or something that he, he uses. I think that absolutely everything we're going to discuss has some reference in Harry Potter. <laughs> Stick some body part in, in the yeah, Harry Potter. Where pocket. there's no way we're getting out of that. that. So, Harry Potter, Harry Potter, Harry Potter. Okay. Now we're done. Like, like I said before, they, they weren't exclusively negative to, to be called a witch or um, to practice healing mostly was what many of these people did throughout history and they were they were pretty well liked in, in their communities mostly because you know they knew how to cure the sick and uh, treat a, the old tummy ache and you know just commune with with nature be a nice yeah uh, there's force. A, a huge amount of, of, of actual for life of better and scientific knowledge that these people had about roots and and herbs and and basic first aid mm -hmm. um and people brought their sick people their kids to these people right they you know it, it didn't it wasn't always this bubbling miserable cauldron of fury right. and 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 cats and familiars and things like that i mean there was these were like the local healers this mm -hmm. is where you went if something went wrong you you didn't go to the priest you didn't go to church to pray it away you some of them did well those <laughs> people took themselves out of the equation quite quickly i imagine so what what you mentioned before with it not being scientific that's sort of why the witch has this supernatural connotation is because people couldn't explain it so then it must be magic right they didn't have the science to be able to explain why things happened or why somebody got better after the cunning man gave them a, a ginger root drink to, you know, yeah. settle their stomach. So so they just, uh, they made a potion and it was magical and, and that's what, what cured them even though it all just boils down to, you know, what happens when you put some ginger in your stomach. Yeah. So they uh, they weren't always uh, bad guys. They, were, they weren't always demonized. When, it, when did we turn a corner on that? Well... We we turn it a while ago. <laughs> it's not a, a very recent 
corner uh, that that's to be turned. But witchcraft also has been said to to be practices that influence the mind and the body or uh, the property of others against their will or uh, to be actions that that deliberately go against a social or religious order. So that's sort of where you can start seeing the roots of where the corner is turned. Mm-hmm. When you start going up against, you know, the ideas of, of a religion that's taken over, you're, you're going to come up against some resistance. Yeah. Once, once people start being afraid that you're, you're mind-taking, there's, there's going to be some resistance there. Yeah. And the belief that witchcraft is bad, even somewhat to this day, may be uh, specifically a Christian construct. Now, it's not necessarily in stone that because Christianity's influence uh, demonized witchcraft, that's why it has this, this hugely bad connotation. But that certainly helped it throughout the ages uh, become this, this demonized thing. Well, and the, uh, the Christian expansion, the way that, that uh, the Catholic Church you know, utilizes new areas to take over you know, the, when they expand, that they incorporate local belief systems and then kind of take their time and sort of subvert them then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I think you could see this, that pattern with local healers, like I said, shaman, yep. um, you know, even, you know, Mother Matilda, maybe no one ever just calls her a witch or anything that like, oh, that's just Mother Matilda. Right. She lives over there. And if, if you need foxglove or digitalis, you go see her. <laughs> Right, and that's that's sort of uh, what we touched on with the the history of Halloween episode, with um, uh, how the the church sort of sucked up Samhain, mm-hmm. and and then they were like, oh, by the way, here's uh, here's All Saints Day right after it, so don't don't worry about celebrating that pagan uh, celebration. <laughs> they treated it like fall sweeps, like oh, well, we <laughs> we too. I understand that your Samhain is is Thursdays at seven, but now we've got new episodes of The West Wing right. for you to watch. <laughs> so so yeah, you're you're right. They they kind of got sucked up into the machine and and then just turned into another cog mm-hmm. basically. And if they resisted at all, then they were in league with the devil and they had to be uh, destroyed. And the Old Testament's pretty clear on how you handle that. It, yeah, so, uh, what is it? Suffer no witch to live mm-hmm. is is in there in the Old Testament. Also in the Old Testament, uh, which is pretty cool. I, I thought I hadn't heard of this before, but uh, King Saul consults a witch by the name of the Witch of Endor about an upcoming battle. Could it be the battle against the Empire? Yes, King Saul noticed that there was a second. I mean, it was too big to be a space a, a battle station. I mean, it had to be a moon, right? Had to be a moon. That's no moon. Exactly. Oh, it's <laughs> a fully <laughs> And that's what happened to Mesopotamia. <laughs> Incurred the wrath of the empire. That's right. The battle against the stormtroopers. Nailed it. Did. All right. So this happens in First Samuel chapter twenty-eight, uh, verses three through twenty-five. Yeah, for those of you, yeah, yeah, if you're following along <laughs> in the old Bible, which yeah. you, which you should have for every episode yeah. of. Always have photos. a Bible out before you push play. <laughs> uh, the the witch of Endor uh, used necromancy. Whoa! Which uh, which is the conjuring of spirits of the dead for divination or prophecy. That's definitely in the bad witch bucket. To call up the ghost of the prophet Samuel to let King Saul know how that battle is going to turn out. Um, spoiler alert, it turns out poorly. He dies. Did he know that ahead of time? 
did he know that he was going to die? Yes. Yeah, that, I mean, he was there when the spirit of Samuel comes up and it's like, dude, you pissed off God, you're going to die tomorrow. So, uh, bye! Yeah. <laughs> See ya! See ya! See you soon! <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, he knew, and I guess he he went anyway, so... Now, see, why? Why, why would you go find the Witch of Endor, ask her to dig up the ghost of a prophet, and then not listen to the ghost of the prophet? I, I have, yeah, exactly. And then you get into the, the argument of, well, is it fate? Or do, do people have a choice? I don't know. And you know what? And I, I get into that argument. I don't know. Saul's so irritating that he doesn't even give you the opportunity to, to, to go down that, oh, does he... Does he run across his fate on his path to avoid it? No. no. He just hears the, the oh, if you go do this, you're going to die. He's like, all right, well, what do you know? You're a ghost. I guess. I'm going to go do it. Yeah, I mean. If he the, didn't do it, would he have lived? The stuff, we'll never know. The stuff, the stuff that I read, I, I didn't I didn't see his reaction <laughs> to, to what the ghost said. It wasn't a post-game review. I can only assume that he was like. Nah, if you ghost, I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna fight my own war. <laughs> I don't know why he's a gangster. It yeah. died too long ago. See, <laughs> this is my war, my action. I'm gonna do it my way. I'm gonna I'm gonna protect this rum. See, <laughs> <laughs> now out of my way, Witch of Endor. <laughs> I got a clean oh, house. King Saul, you never call me anymore. Wait, they, they, that was everything about that was awful and great <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> Shut up, you flapper witch. <laughs> that's all. So, that, that's see. That's the Bible we should have. <laughs> the Boardwalk Empire Bible. <laughs> so the let, let's talk about the name witch uh, as as we know it. The term witch comes from the Old English uh, Wicca, which uh, I've heard a number of, of meanings for the word Wicca, from uh, craft of the wise or, or you know, yeah, and, and you to get, a man who practices magic. I mean, who and, knows? And you get, it's, it's easy to get confused because the current belief system of Wicca mm-hmm. takes its name from witchcraft again. So, right. so just, just in case you were confused by this, the current Wicca, like the thing, the, the people that you see in drum circles and at Renaissance fairs, which are awesome, those folks... Fairly new on the scene. We're going to get to that. Yeah, but witchcraft, as far as like the the word Wicca, is very very old. The belief system known as Wicca is very very new. Right. We'll right. get into that, but just to, right. just to alleviate any confusion. Yeah, I mean, witches were more often than not outcasts or, or kind of the weirdos of a of a town or village. You know, they were uh, commonly just you know the disheveled uh, woman that um, is, is walking around uh, barefoot you know being loud proclaiming this and that or sometimes not not loud I, that's probably that I, I can't prove that at all but <laughs> but the thing but, is but that's it's an interesting thing though because it is it's usually a sort of an outcast person are they raised with this with this knowledge base mm-hmm. about a woods craft and, and herbs and, and remedies and how you cure fevers and things like this with a huge amount of other extra not necessarily necessary additions but with, with spirits and fairies and ghosts and all mm-hmm. these things uh, incorporated into it now were these people selected I mean because it takes a long time to, to learn these skills so were they selected young and brought brought in over time or as they grew up, they're like, "Oh, well, you got a weird one on your hands there." We're, yeah, that's how that's going to go. Hmm. I don't know. That's a good question. 
And because it's such a hyper-regionalized thing, maybe one village's witch is just a crazy woman. Yeah. Or a crazy guy who lives out. He's just a hermit at the edge of town and rants and raves. But, you know, you go a mile away, and this village is like, oh, no, our witch is, is this lady, and she was able to save our baby. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and then that's that's a thing. Since every culture and, and uh, town is a, is a little unique snowflake, then you, you get all kinds, but they all just basically boil down to the same base thing. Yeah. Which is just, it's just somebody who <laughs> who can can help or they they know, like you said, woodscraft and herbalism, things like that, stuff that other people don't know, and because they don't know, they fear it in a way. Yeah. Oh, I imagine everyone's terrified of the witches. Yeah. During medieval Europe, this is when you start uh, seeing the rise of, of some of the, the worst aspects uh, that's associated with witchcraft and, and witches. The Catholics, the Protestants, other secular religious uh, leaders of the day helped vilify witches and they basically sparked a period of, of fear and violence that uh, that lasted for centuries. I mean, this is going from... At least like 600 the, years ago. <laughs> this is going from uh, the 14th century to like the 18th century. Mm-hmm. And in some cultures, it still goes on today. Oh, absolutely, yeah. You still see headlines about people are, are killed for witchcraft in parts of the world. People, I mean, it's, it's, it's amazing. Yeah, that, that does not end it. And the way they helped vilify witchcraft was kind of doing a, a stereotype of what a witch was. Generally, uh, was a woman, old, broken down, crony, mm-hmm. you know, maybe a little disfigured warts things like that just somebody that wasn't pleasant to look at again mm-hmm. you know disheveled like i said before things like that someone who who knew something that you might not know you know and it, and it seemed like magic and then they they go even further to say that witches consorted with the devil and any anything bad that that might have happened was blamed on a witch especially if it couldn't be explained maybe the crops failed in a in a particular year mm-hmm. maybe maybe a cow died after you know somebody got got mad you know and had a spat and then just uh, cursed cursed the cow or cursed the family or something yeah. you know it's a spell it's a spell and that person was then tried as a as a witch so they they really fashioned kind of the the stereotypical witch image that we have today with the old crone Consorting with the devil, things like that, and was that you? And that was used uh, primarily as, a, as a, it's, it was a it was a political weapon. Yeah, it was it was a way for the local church in, in a region to uh, focus power. Mm-hmm. They could eliminate people who were, you know, if 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 I if my job is to save souls and to to bring in money and people, and something goes wrong, and they're going to see this this woman at the edge of town or this man at the edge of town. If I can get that person out of the picture, I mean, that's yeah. That's that's a it's a political maneuver, yeah, and and it was was broadly employed, and and the thing that helped them was it was cross class hatred. Everybody from the the aristocracy all the way down to the to the peasants, uh, living on what they could scrape by with, hated witches and knew that you know if if they suffer a witch to live, then it could cost them their soul. Right, and and it's and so and that you get this this black market in witches. Witch hunters and yeah, I mean, I mean, because these people still have these skills and 
And as much as people will pray, you know, in church on Sundays, they're the ones working in the fields. Mm -hmm. And when, when one of their hands stops working, they will still seek out a person with that medical ability. So these witches don't, don't cease to exist. Right. Uh, as a matter of fact, I would imagine that most of the people who were accused of witchcraft weren't even these people in the village. They weren't the people who were, who were the village witch, for lack of a better term. It, it comes to that, for sure. And, and that's that's the worst part. That's the height of what happens to the per, uh, with the persecution of witches. In 1486, a clergyman named Heinrich Kramer wrote a little book called The Malleus Maleficarum, which is which was a, a witch hunting manual for people. It it basically gave easy to understand instructions on uh, how to identify a witch, putting a witch on trial, uh, the punishment of the witch, and how to uh, set the VCR clock, <laughs> which uh, in turn made him a, a witch, and and he yeah was killed Burn. for it. And now we're witches because we know of them. Burn us. Send us an email. Burn us. <laughs> Just a gif of a fire. That'll do. <laughs> oh, that's so awful. <laughs> but this, this manual, uh, Malleus Maleficarum, by the way, means uh, hammer of the witches. Nice. And it's not hammer of the witches. Like, oh, witches have this awesome hammer, man. No. They're like Thor. It's like... It's the hammer... That is that, used that, upon witches. Exactly. <laughs> like, so it's like saying the hammer for nails. <laughs> yeah. This book, while while it wasn't officially accepted by churches, it was used by religious officials for centuries, basically. And and people people used it. It was the uh, number two number two most popular book besides Yield Bible, which I'm which well, you're looking at right this now. This is a uh, it's a companion guide. It's <laughs> part of the expanded Bible universe. Not necessarily canon, but... You had to pre-order your Bible to, to right, get yeah, Malleus yeah. Maleficarum. <laughs> but you you know what? When you read the Bible, you're going to be at the end like, now how do I go about hunting witches? Yeah. Good news, people. Good news, everybody! <laughs> Part of the vilification of witches in these villages and things was taking what was was telling people what tools they used you know uh some of the things to look out for besides the wart and the crony uh <laughs> the, the old crone looking look in general uh one of which uh our friend the broomstick yep broomsticks were pro- popular uh for witches especially you hear to, for them to to fly on now they would uh uh, use broomsticks to fly to their midnight sabbaths with yeah. the devil because it was you know the fastest way to get there and uh, and they could fly why not also yeah. the the broom may have uh, swept away their tracks in the sky sky tracks projects there you go now i've actually uh, there was recently a series of articles that i read that were really interesting about the idea of a witch and where we get you know like how does how does society arrive at this mm-hmm. universal kind of idea of a witch sure and and one of the articles i read was about the broom and uh the the flying broom and where that where that whole idea came from and uh there was this these these anthropologists in england were kind of tracing it back and their theory is this, and it's fascinating and weird. Mm-hmm. The the cauldron that there was a, there was a people who would mix um, hallucinogens. Mm-hmm. They would they they learned how to homebrew oh, sure. uh, hallucinogens. They would um, take these hallucinogens, uh, the women vaginally. Yeah, they would they would apply it. They to, apply it on, on their skin and 
Yeah, they, they would. They would actually, in order to administer it, they would actually apply it to an item. Uh, in some cases, a broomstick. Mm. Insert said item. Wow. Uh, in this, and I, I, I cannot emphasize how weird this is to me. Like reading this article, but that's then they would they would go on flights. They would right. And so and there was in their minds. Yeah, absolutely. And obviously, at no point did anyone fly. Right. But this was, they were saying, this is where you get that, that cauldron broomstick flight. Neat. Uh, that these people would, would, would join together, these covens, they would, they would have these late night parties where uh-huh. they would cauldron up a batch of, of hallucinogen and take it and then just trip balls all night. Wow. Neat. So, yeah. That's, that's neat. And the thing is, and the cauldron, again, is, is, is another uh, tool of a witch. The thing is, with, with these, these are household items these are things that housewives had these these are things that most women had access to and used on a day-to-day basis mm-hmm. so it's only natural you know for but because the majority of witches that uh, that were accused of of being witches were female uh this these naturally fall into into place i've even heard pitchforks um mm. were, were used in place of brooms things like that too and, and, and it's and it is it's one of those things that you see historically over and over. Whenever you have a, a list, oh, these are the things that this group of people that we're trying to suppress have in common. Yeah, nine times out of ten, it's things that everyone has. Oh yeah, but they're like, oh look, he's got it. It's like, oh, you know what? We're, we're trying to suppress people who like televisions, <laughs> and we broke this guy's door, in, and sure enough, a TV Television right there got him. <laughs> I mean, our TVs are different than his. He had the bad kind of, you know what I mean? Right. It's, it's one of those right. those things whenever one group of people is trying to persecute another, it's easiest to pick a commonly found item. Yep, yep. And then, then you're, then you're going to find what you're looking for. Of That's course. how you do it. Uh, and, and another thing that is a, a common thing with people across the board, uh, uh, domestic animals. Yep. Uh, and this is where we get the, the, the cat, the black cat. Mm-hmm. That... Was a witch's familiar. It yeah. was just a, a, a minion to do her bidding. Also, she could shapeshift into a cat. So a cat may, may itself be a witch. Who knows? Which further, I think, highlights how ridiculous this is. Mm-hmm. Because no cat will ever do what a human wants. <laughs> ever. 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 That's how you know it's a ridiculous thing. Right. There were other uh, examples of familiars as well. Oh, thank God! You know, the, I mean, it could be anywhere from a, a dog to a an owl to to a horse. Pretty much any any halfway domesticated animal or if something you see that's... them and an animal within yeah. an hour, that's yeah. how you're going to nail them. That's yeah. that's it. <laughs> and then uh, the the things like wands, candles, complicated knots, uh, herbs, bones. I mean, almost anything could be traced uh, as as an implement that a that a witch could use that article that i read also mentioned the wand the wand yeah Yeah. without going back into that i just had to get that part out but yeah (laughs) old timey sexual (laughs) devices (laughs) if you're having fun then you're worshiping the devil I, I should also mention the the conical hat, which yeah, there's not a very clear origin of the conical hat. That type of hat, or or a, a conical hat in general, is seen in many cultures in one shape or another. They think maybe it could be from an ancient depiction of the goddess Diana f- 
from uh, a coin that they found in, in hmm. Italy uh, wearing a, a conical hat. And Diana was one of the, uh, I think, goddesses that, that influenced witchcraft uh, a lot in the old ancient days. Uh, or it could be, could be a dunce cap. You know, yeah. if, if they want to, to vilify uh, witches, well, they're, they're stupid, so, you know, put them, has, in, put them in dunce caps. Has history ever made a conical hat that was considered to be good for the person wearing it? Uh, the Chinese, I think. They did. The, the, rice, the rice paddy hats that, that they wear, you know, to protect them. But from those the are like broad cones. It's I'm true. talking about yeah. serious points. Maybe, you know, there's a geometry to that, but because between dunce caps, witches' hats, clan hoods... Send us an email if you know of an excellent historical pointy hat. Yeah, uh, that, some, something that, that's actually useful or, or uh, is, there's a reason that, that is pointy. Asterisk, Pope hats don't count. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't file them under that, though, because they, they're Somebody was going to. They're weird, and that's a perspective thing. You like the Pope, you don't like the Pope. <laughs> Let's just take him off the table. That's why I'm saying it. Pope's off the table. Pope's, Pope's <laughs> off the table. Pope's off the table. <laughs> Hello? Pope's off the table. The Pope's off the table. <laughs> Foley work by Dave Stecco. <laughs> Thunder sound. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, did you like that thunder sound in the Tesla episode? I love the thunder sound. <laughs> the thunder sound is one of my favorites because it's... And it'll get you. It'll get you. You think everything's all cool, and then and boom. And then we sneak it in there. That's... Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, as a matter of fact, while I was listening... Thunder sound! Oh, see? 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 Yeah. You can't be ready for this. Mm-mm. Hope you weren't driving. <laughs> witches. Uh, back to witches. I should stop laughing now. Because uh, I'm going to talk about some, some pretty pretty horrible stuff. Things are about to get real serious. Here we go, you guys. Um, we get into the, the height of the, the witch uh, scare. The fear, mm-hmm. the fear and the, the ignorance of, of witches. It's a, it's a time at the end of the 1600s, beginning of the 17, uh, 1700s, uh, mostly in, in Europe, although it spreads, spreads everywhere, including uh, America, mm-hmm. in the American colonies. Uh, this, this is called the Burning Times, and it's just when witch hunts just exploded all over the place. People were people were going crazy trying to find witches and get rid of them. It, it was influenced, I think, a lot by the Spanish Inquisition and, and you know how they searched for heretics and, and things like that, and you know, and their methods of torture and stuff kind of kind of bled over in, into witch hunts. They would accuse a witch. Or someone of, of, of practicing witchcraft. And they couldn't, by law, they couldn't kill them just because they were accused of witchcraft. The person actually had to confess to being a witch. And then they were killed. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, there's, there's a pretty astoundingly terrifying but to this. Right. They tortured victims. They tortured them horribly until they either confessed, in which case they were killed... Or they died from being tortured to death. Right. It's the biggest damned if you do, damned if you don't yeah, out there. You're, there's, no one gets away from being accused of being... Being accused is the sentence. Right. You know, and one of, those, one of the classic uh, witch tests. Uh, throw a witch in a lake. Yep. If she floats, she's, she's a, a witch. witch. And then you kill her. If she sinks... Not a witch. Uh, and she dies. Yeah. <laughs> 
so so terrible. What what I want to know is, well, how did they go about their daily lives after that? Are they just like, oh, well, wasn't a witch, my bad. Uh, you, you with right. the pointy nose. <laughs> yeah, is I, that what they did, or or are they just like, well, let's ask God to forgive us for killing this person and keep hunting witches? Right. Well, I think that you were you were doing God's work, and if 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 you if, if that person was supposed to live, there would have been an intervention. Something would have happened. Lightning bolts. Good point. You know, point. and I think I think that these if it things was God's are, will. Like any, like even in the colloquial witch hunt, mm-hmm. it's it's a mob mentality. Oh, There's yeah. there is no individual person, uh, you know, really arbiting when these things are happening. It's it's people who are whipped into to a frenzy by, uh, by fear, um, just mm-hmm. by the the heat of the moment to doing terrible things, yeah. and then and then afterwards, I think that like any mob, it's always someone else in the mob who did it. Yeah, you know, and, you and can't pin it on one. Yeah, and so all person. these people go about their lives, maybe a little quietly for a few weeks, until the crops fail again, yep. and there's a stranger in town. You know, those 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 awful situations that that replay themselves infinitely into humanity's future. Yeah, yeah. Sadly we, enough, yeah, we will continue to to live out that cycle just with different variations of what scares us. The uh, one one interesting thing I found though is in the early 1600s, uh, England actually did have a uh, witch hunter general or a witch hunter appointed to oversee finding and killing of witches. The chief of witch hunting? Yeah. Um, look up the name Matthew Hopkins. Okay. Um, or is it which which finder general? Which finder general? Uh, so Matthew Hopkins, uh, I, I think this was actually an actual thing that was appointed by the the king or queen. That's amazing. So he had the had the singular job of doing that, but I'm sure he incited mob mentality. Oh, to yeah, help. yeah, because you're not going to keep the job of witch finder general if you're not finding witches. <laughs> which which what a terrible situation because if I found myself in a time portal back then mm-hmm. and someone said, "Hey, do you want the job of witch finder general?" I'd be like, "That sounds like an awesome job. That's the coolest job title on earth." I think so. But actually your job is just to torture and kill innocent people. Horrible. Oh, the 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 worst. <laughs> but in all the while, I mean this these people are whistling because they're doing God's work. That's, That's right. And this lasts uh the the burning times in particular lasts uh it was like 200 years uh long and it it got to be the worst in France and Germany. Um Germany there were there's there's stories just of of towns that that almost wiped themselves out because everybody's accusing everybody of of being witch and they they killed uh, men, women and children uh for this stuff. And they they estimate, I mean, you can't know for sure, but they estimate that there were hundreds of thousands of people who died from this, most of which were women, some of which were children. But um, this brings us then to 1692 and the Salem Witch Trials in mm-hmm. uh, Massachusetts. 150 people are arrested during this time uh, or imprisoned, and at least 24 of them were killed and or died uh, from being imprisoned, and, and you know, points points to the colonies, points to the New World for establishing at least a somewhat formal court for right. it. I mean, it, they were I local mean, magistrates and stuff, you know. They, but yeah, they managed to put a lot of spit polish on a terrible, terrible act. And uh, it it supposedly started with a couple of of girls uh, doing an ancient sort of uh, scrying technique with a. Uh, a, a makeshift crystal ball where they had a glass of water and they broke an egg and dropped it inside there 
and then they were supposed to see like who they were going to marry, or, right? You yeah. know who's going to. It's to... like those foldy paper four corners <laughs> things. They're like that's that's literally what they were doing. And uh, and six apparently... months later, twenty four people are dead. Exactly, exactly. And uh, I, one of the girls apparently saw a coffin in there and like broke down in hysterics and and it just exploded from there. Now that's how what the story how the story goes. But it stopped finally when the governor's wife was accused of witchcraft and then it was they put the the there there's a thought that the Salem witch trials may have been a political ploy too because there was one family in particular who was accusing uh, a much of another family of witchcraft and and it was it was pretty one-sided in a way and and I'm I'm sure that that's how 9 out of 10 of these things these towns that lose their minds these this this is not uh this is not even a question of of religious belief it's these are these are it's it's a political weapon yeah it is it is a very easy and you don't have to do much to prove anything cuz you can just say it right. and the first person to claim witchcraft wins that's right. it's a simple it's just a gun sitting on a table and the first person to point it and pull the trigger gets to walk out of the room yep and and that's how it happened now with the advent of science uh, witchcraft and and the hysterics that you know about it, yeah, really started severely lessening. It got much better once people were able to explain things, and the fear that that people felt could start being alleviated. And and then witches weren't weren't so fearful, although you know still the idea of the witch uh, per- persisted. Mm-hmm. But you didn't have the convenient ex- excuse of uh, somebody put a curse on our crops, so let's uh, go out and burn them at the stake. Right. That's where you find a. That's where a, a separation of church and state comes in really handy. <laughs> that right there, when the people who are in charge of the burning stakes and the people who are in charge of finding people to burn are not the same entity. Uh, I, I didn't mention this, but I, I'm I'm so certain that you guys can draw the the parallel between burning at the stake and the title "The Burning Times." Uh, I'm not even going to mention it. Yeah, not even you. You didn't even hear that. Nope. So science science helps out a lot, and uh, the whole witch hunt epidemic uh, dies dies out finally. But as we mentioned earlier, witch hunt witch hunts are still carried out today. Especially uh, India, I read, is is pretty bad for uh, parading accused witches in the street naked and, and killing them. And Sub-Saharan Africa, Africa huge amount yeah. of, of, of uh, accusations. If the end results weren't so terrifying, they would be hilarious stories of of men claiming spontaneous penis theft. Oh, I think I've heard this. Where, uh, yeah, a guy will just hysterically decide his penis is gone and blame a witch. <laughs> and that witch is killed. And then he's like, oh, it's back. Uh, I mean, it, you say how, but I mean, you have to, you know, it's in a lot of parts of the world, you know, the belief systems rule everything. There is, there's, you know, that's a, it's a difficult thing. Well. Uh, and, and yeah, the, and even, even here in our lofty perch in the United States, no one calls them witch hunts because we're we know that those aren't real anymore. But mm-hmm. instead, we'll say, "Oh, well, you know that heavy metal. You know that if you play it backwards, you're going to get like there's still that that creature is still alive in, yeah. in in Western culture, um, even though we've put the brakes on people getting killed from it for the most part. But it still happens in abusive homes. Oh, sure. 
um, well, you know. Yeah, and and it's it's kind of like that, just the relabeling of, of stuff, you know, mm-hmm. and then then they can kind of get away with it. It's not called a witch hunt anymore. It's called uh, uh, liberating America from the terrorists, and <laughs> oh yeah, you know whatever whatever label you want to put on it, it's they get the, away with it. The the government of uh, I, I believe it was Thailand. Let's just say a government okay. recently um, released a, a book on how to spot the gay kids mm. in elementary school so that they can be quickly located and removed um, before they, you know, and th- that's, they that's right. Others. And that's no different. Now you've got, oh, here's a list of things you have to look out for because these kids are witches. You right. know, like it's, it, it's absolutely no different. Right. And it all boils down to blatant ignorance right if you can focus fear you get to consolidate your power and people will play that card through the history until we're finally all robots and that's coming soon hopefully that singularity is is right on the horizon but um (laughs) blurry photos now available completely in binary (laughs) (laughs) so one zero one one zero zero one zero zero. (laughs) program laugh Does witchcraft exist today in any way, shape, or form? Yes, it does. And this is what we mentioned earlier with Wicca, a modern-day pagan religion. that uh, it's, it's a nature-worshipping religion, and um, the divine feminine and divine masculine. Yeah, I, I've already gone on the record in this podcast of being very pro-old-timey witch and very against new-timey witches. You don't like, you don't like the, the Wicca? No. Okay. No, I do not. <laughs> It's, I mean, like, I, it's like saying, oh, you, you don't, you don't like hard metal, but imagine a new hard metal is just a tambourine and the old hard metal had all the guitars. Like, Wicked lost all the guitars and they just kept the damn tambourine, man. Well. Is that vague enough? It, <laughs> no, no, it's, it's pretty, I mean, if you had said a band name, maybe, maybe. But, <laughs> just uh, throwing anybody a line there. No, I just, uh, no, I I'll tell you what, I, I appreciate how they they appreciate nature and the forces of um, doing good and, and not worrying about uh, material things, I, I think. Well, I mean, one thing that I was actually very surprised about. Now, my, before doing the research, my understanding of modern Wicca, that these people were just carrying the torch from, from previous pagan beliefs, and this is just, like, these people are, are keeping alive a very old... Belief system, Mm -hmm. and that's not the case. Wicca is barely older than uh, Scientology. Mm. I mean, it's got like it's like fifteen, twenty years older than the Scientologists. Yeah, it was what the fifties or sixties that uh, they they really started crystallizing what what Wicca was. Absolutely, I mean, and the the farthest back they can go is the late twenties. I mean, this is a twentieth century belief system, and it it is just you know you kind of cobble together the things you like from other you know from the from the classical pagan. Right, people. Stuff yeah, they you know they they use the the pentagram or the pentacle as they call it. Uh, represents uh, earth, air, fire, water, and spirit. See, and then when you put all the points together, you get your Captain Planet. Right. Um, but you know it's it is it is it is a uh, a semi manufactured belief system for people who pre who already wanted to believe in something like that, which is fine. I just the one thing that I the one credit I was giving the Wiccans is that they had this this ancient pedigree this lineage mm-hmm. and my i was really astounded to learn that that mm. that it is a, a newer construct do you uh, did you see what the uh, 
the creed or, or, or basically the, the main thought behind That's, Wicked? Uh, do, do no harm. Uh, uh, you know what? I've actually even seen, uh, hearkening back to our discussions of uh, Mr. Aleister Crowley, yep. um, which is a do what you will, harm none. Yeah. I saw coming what, up and... Do what you will, but harm none. Yeah. Um, so that's that's pretty uh, that's pretty fun, huh? We we're getting self-referential. Yeah. That means we've arrived, brother. <laughs> we are. Uh, we have enough out there that. Yeah. That we can start. Yeah. Uh, so uh, the Ooh, Maryland watch this. Goatman. Watch this now. Uh, if you'd like to hear more about Alistair Crowley, please check out episode zero zero one in our series <laughs> <laughs> and block out a lot of time because <laughs> <laughs> we like to talk about him. Yeah, we. Hopefully, gotten better about the uh, the editing of, of <laughs> ramblings, but uh, but yeah, uh, Crowley had a had a big uh, influence on there. Um, I I also like they for for their sabbats they they use the the wheel of the the year, um, which is it's basically a cycle of of Earth seasons, mm-hmm. uh, and I think there's like there's there's maybe eight of these, and a couple of them you might be be familiar with. Uh, Sawin is is one. Yep. Midsummer is one. Do, now, do they go with Sawin or Samhain? They, they go with Sawin. Okay. As we referenced in the history yeah. of, of oh man, we were so good at this. <laughs> uh, and and another one that I thought was cool, uh, Yule is is one of the the times of year. Yeah. Uh, that they that they like to celebrate and gather on. Not that I have a log in the way you think I do. I mean, I, I don't have no, a log. No, nobody has a log. It's <laughs> <laughs> a little. Uh, well, Clark W. Griswold there for you. We'll save it for Christmas. It's fine. Um, <laughs> but, you know, we still call it the yeah. Yuletide, you know? Yeah. Uh, and, and Yule Log and all this stuff. That's it's the time of the year. It's it's, uh, it's like saying the summer solstice or, yeah. you know, uh, winter solstice, things like that. And that is the last one that's going to sound familiar. <laughs> yeah, everything, everything else that's, is kind of like... Oh, that's yeah. where the wheels fall off the wagon for you. But we're going to tell you the rest of them. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean that's that's Wicca. It's it's a recognized religion today, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, yeah, quite a, quite a few people uh, celebrate that. Interestingly enough, they just recently in the last year, a uh, Wicked military uh, won the right to have the pentacle on headstones in the um, Arlington National Cemetery. Wow. They they recently uh, been awarded the the right to have uh, the the pentacle on their, their cool. gravestones. Well. You've arrived, Wicca. <laughs> Scientologist, take a number. <laughs> so, uh, so that for you is is kind of what witchcraft uh, is about. Yeah, there's 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 your primer. That's it's, gonna that's gonna get you through anything you need to discuss at the office. And if you if you want to learn more about uh, Mr. Matthew Hopkins or uh, the Burning Times mm-hmm. or any of that stuff, uh, look it up yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Or write to us and say, We'd, I'd like another episode That'd be that, great. that further focuses, because I cannot emphasize what a giant bucket of information witchcraft is. Yep. We could we could spend hours and hours and hours on any area of it. So if you want to hear more about it, let us know. Yeah. We'll dial, dive into that stuff. Yeah, we'll douse it. We'll, we'll crack we'll an egg it. into that cup and look for the coffins. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, I think it's high time for some puns. Oh man, I love puns. All right, what, what do you what do you have for us this week, Mister? All right, uh, I'll start us out. So so we're doing uh, businesses that are witch or witchcraft themed. Uh, my first one is <laughs> a bakery called Fresh from the Coven. 
<laughs> I like that. I like that a lot. All right, I've got one. Uh, it's a discount ritual supply store called Deal Wicket. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. Um, number two for me is a home furnishings store mm-hmm. called Bed Sabbath and Beyond. Oh, or Bed Sabbath and the Wand. Oh, I like with the wand. I like the wand even more. Thought I might have to lay the the foundation there first. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a uh, I've got a product, uh, Cracklin Crone brand bony hand cream to make sure your hands are as veiny and bony as they can be. <laughs> you don't have witch's hands till you have Cracklin Crone hands. <laughs> we we love puns. Puns, puns, puns. Puns, puns, puns. So, uh, and we got one more, one more email from a, mm-hmm. a listener that's about some superstitions that were Ooh. that were pretty cool. Um, one one of which is if someone comes in the front door of a house, you also have to leave by that door, or vice versa. You can't come in the front and leave at the back, or come in the back and leave at the front. I do that all the time. I'm shafted. Crazy, huh? Think of all that luck you could be getting. Uh-huh. If a picture falls from uh, from whence it's hung. There's going to be a death. You heard of that one? I work at an auction house. Everyone I know is going to die. <laughs> P- pictures hang, fall from walls. Never at all. I just realized I added that sometimes fine paintings fall from walls. That part <laughs> has to be deleted. I'm <laughs> <laughs> leaving it in. Uh, <laughs> a way to, to uh, counteract the punishment of a, a, or the, uh, the bad stuff that happens to you when a black cat crosses your path to have a white cat cross your path afterwards. Makes that's sense. well. I did know about that though, and that's why I keep one in a backpack. <laughs> Makes sense, because I've been smelling something. All right, I um, put a roller skate on it. <laughs> uh, also, this it's is... a roller blade, so it doesn't go very far. <laughs> Yonk! Yonk! Um, this one's pretty cool. It's bad luck to hang a picture on a Sunday. Mm, lots of stuff uh, with pictures. Yeah. Don't sweep across a doorway at night. It's bad luck. Huh fun all right okay oh uh i think the listener says i think it's something about spirits getting in um how how do people get anything done i, I know and how do they ever hang a picture i don't know any uh, anything in the home is is bad luck yeah. i think it is a veritable minefield it's of a... superstitious torment <laughs> tread carefully <laughs> lest you let bad spirits in <laughs> You think you think we've left let enough bad spirits in tonight? You think we've <laughs> Thank you Thank for you. sending us uh, an email. Please send us a pun. <laughs> you guys, we we left the witch pun door wide open. Yeah. You just come on in, root through the cellar, see what you find. Don't touch the, the mandrake root. Nope. That thing screams. Harry Potter, thank you! Harry Potter, and we're out! (laughs) Harry Potter! Harry Potter! Harry Potter! (laughs) More Foley work. (laughs) That's probably coming through as like, clunk, 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 That might come out to be a real bad idea, my Foley work of smacking the table. (laughs) Right next to the mic. Yeah, that's uh, that's what we got for you for this episode. And uh, next episode is going to be our our Halloween episode. Oh man, I hope I hope that you are prepared yourself. And if you haven't, start now. It's going to take time. <laughs> we uh, we're we're just 
we're 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 gonna tell you some some spooky stories. Uh-huh. It's it's not gonna be too informational, but it should be a hell of a lot of fun. Yeah, we are warning you now. You cannot sue us for lack of sleep, nausea, epilepsy, narcolepsy, making fun of you, kleptometsy. Make that one up. What's kleptometsy? <laughs> you steal it's the Mets? <laughs> stealing sleep? I don't know. Kleptomancy? Kleptomancy. You, you raise sleep from the dead? I don't, I don't know. know. Uh, but you can't blame us for anything that happens to you for listening to us. That's right. Uh, now or then. Yep. Before this or in days to come. You've been warned. Thunder sound. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we probably need to find a new sound effect. That, that one might get old soon. Horse of Terror! So we'd like to plug a a podcast of a friend of ours. Yeah, speaking of the paranormal. (laughs) There's a podcast called An Hour With Your Ex. uh, That is uh, a podcast from our friend Mel Evans and uh, Mark Colum. And what they do is one of them will give the other one a movie that um, that the first person has seen and likes, or or maybe you know doesn't like. But you, you've been there. You've got the you're one of your favorite movies, and it's time to make someone watch it. Right, and the second person uh, either hasn't seen it or hasn't seen it in a long time, and so they they kind of are like, uh, here you you watch it this one this week. Uh, we'll watch one of your choosing next week, and then uh, they they take it apart, they dissect it, talk about it. And uh, hilarity ensues. Absolutely. And it's such an egalitarian system, one wonders how they ever broke up. I mean, if they can achieve this kind of cooperation... What what can't be done? (laughs) So, yeah. So, if you've ever wondered what it's like to spend time with your ex... (laughs) And talk about movies. Yeah. I I love it. I'm a big fan, and I think it's a great podcast. Yeah. Um, I think... uh, the last week's episode was uh, an American werewolf in London. They uh, they actually uh, took that one apart and, and talked about it. But uh, yeah, it's a good time. An hour with your ex. Check it out uh, on the iTunes or uh, just Google it in there and, and you'll find it. Oh, by the way, you guys, go to blurryphotos.org. Look at all the, the cool stuff that's on there. It's not much. It's just the podcast right now and some pictures. And if you're trying to explain to people how cool it is, make sure to point out, yeah, it's .org. They, it's don't, dot just, they don't just hand those out. Okay. <laughs> You gotta earn that. Also, if you're gonna talk to other people about Blurry Photos, tell them to like our Facebook page and oh, fa- yeah. follow us on the Twitters. Uh, listen to the podcast. We're on iTunes. You might have be listening through iTunes right now. Who Ever knows? heard of it? Yeah. <laughs> so if you like what we do and can get this far in each episode, uh, give us a good rating. Why yeah, not? Do it. Comment on there. Be like, these guys are nuts. And, and it's great. And there are so <laughs> few. Again, this is your chance for immortality. That's you want right. to have your review on iTunes? If you, you know, you download a, a Black Keys album, you're like, my review will never get read. <laughs> There's so many here. This is your this chance. This is it. Do it now. Yep. And and tell everyone else to, oh, don't tell them not to do it, but yeah. tell everybody else to do it, and then you can be like, I remember the day when people could read my review. Exactly. You get know. cred in the community. Uh, so that's that's our, our plug for ourselves. This has been Blurry Photos. I am David Flora. And I am also David Flora. I was just kidding. Oh, <laughs> oh, Shape shifter. Doppelganger. <laughs> Good night. Good day. Bye. <laughs>